My name is Morse, and I'm a porn addict. This is my podcast, my so-called porn life addiction. Porn struggles from a queer black man. This podcast is from someone who continues to fight the urges and wants to stop. Let's do this together. Hello, my name is Morris, and I am a porn addict. This is my journey through telling my story from um, one addiction, porn addiction, like myself. Um, and today, I wanted to talk about, um, well, let me just back up for a moment. Today, I wanted to talk about um, the term porn addiction. Um, I was talking to a doctor um, on the East Coast about um, the word porn addiction. And um, he was explaining to me that, um, that porn addiction, it shouldn't be classified as porn addiction. Um, it's more of compulsive behavior. And what I learned from that was that the compulsive behavior aspect is that I continued continue to do porn. I continue to watch porn. I continue to be addicted to porn. Um, last time that we spoke in the last episode, uh, I met a guy and the guy was great. Um, he was everything I wanted from porn. He was this um, sexual being and he was very tall, masculine. Um, he said he was a top and so forth and so forth. Well, he ended up being not as great as a person <laughs> than I would have liked him to be. Um, he was definitely someone that I would see on porn, but he was definitely not somebody who I would have continued uh, to be with. Uh, well, let me back up. He was definitely someone in who looked like they could be a porn star. Um, but when I got to know him better, he was definitely not somebody who I should have pursued. There were a lot of red flags. Um, uh, my story, my story was basically he, I met him Sunday night, met him out with some friends and, um, he was drinking. I was drinking. Um, he couldn't find his car. I knew where my car is at. And so I Went, took him home. When I took him home that night, um, he ended up staying in my house. We ended up messing around. And the next morning, you know, it was an ordeal. Like, it was just like everything was bad. Everything was going on was bad. In my mind, because he was so hot and so enjoyable, he was visually appealing, he was just the type of guy that I would want. And I was making concessions for him in my mind. Um and because he looked like a porn star and things like that, I was like, this is perfect. I just want to be with him for forever. I want, I was even making concessions about, okay, he could live with me and we could have kids and he could be my house husband or I could be his house husband. You know, I was going through the whole motions of what I would see in a porn, in a porn movie. Um, 
And the behavior started, my compulsive behavior of going into what it could be started clicking in my mind. And I was speaking with a friend about the situation, and he mentioned that when you get in a situation like that, the best thing to do is to sit back and just understand what's going on. Be in the moment, right? To be in that moment and not trying to overthink it. That's what I got from it. Like not overthinking it, not overdoing it. Because what's happening is when I let myself down, I now am feeling rejected and I'm now feeling like the I need something or someone to help me cope with this. And porn was the next best thing to help me cope with the fact that I can be with something else and not have to deal with it. Um, and so that was my story. I mean, my story was basically that. I saw the guy, the guy did a number on me and I ended up moving on from him, but feeling rejected. And when I went back, when I felt rejected, the safe space was porn. I could go and watch some good old fashioned Pornhub. And I did. And I felt awful because I started, I started that process over again. And that was a way for me to cope. Um, because once I dropped them off, he stopped talking to me. And uh, that was, a, that. like I said, I could, I could have called him and I did text him, call him and see how he's doing, but he needed to answer his phone. And then I, I felt like I was rejected, but um, I went back into the whole porn. I went and that night I went and I saw porn and I did it for three hours and it was um, a behavior that I just felt comfortable doing. It was compulsive. And then the next day I did the same thing. I saw porn and then the next day I saw porn and it just, I just went into that, into that behavior. Um, but the good thing that I've learned from it now is that that's a behavioral pattern that I need to get out of. And so when talking to the, the doctor, I was talking to a doctor about this, when discussing this with um, him, um, he mentioned something that he asked the question. He says, well, do you want to stop? And I paused. I paused because I was thinking to myself, do I want to stop or do I want to keep going? And he was also saying that it wasn't a bad thing. Like, Matt, porn wasn't a, porn isn't a bad thing. But in my mind, I'm thinking, I don't feel right doing this. Like, I just don't feel right doing this. And that's why I paused because I didn't want him thinking Well, for one, I didn't want him thinking that I had addiction. And for two, I was thinking, well, if it's not bad, why do I feel bad? Why do I feel like I need to hide this from you? And I'm hiding this from a lot of people. A lot of people don't know that I have this behavioral issue. A lot of people don't know I I have this, 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 this behavioral repeated 
compulsion behavior. I'm hiding it from everybody. Like a lot of my friends know now that I have this podcast, but um, my family doesn't know anything about this unless they hear my podcast. Um, and so um, I'm dealing with that. One thing that the doctor mentioned, um, as we're kids, when we're kids and we're watching porn, um, most of the time we're not taught how to have sex. We're not taught about sex. We're only taught about, um, we're only taught, you know, about the, the, the visual of sex, not necessarily the meaning of sex. And I thought to myself, going back and thinking about it, like I was never taught, like, what sex is. I was never taught from my, from my parents and my guardians that sex is a beautiful thing. I was just taught sex was a physical thing. And so because it was a physical thing, I thought to myself, it feels good to masturbate. It feels good to jack off. It feels good to have these emotions. But I don't know how it, I don't know how sex makes me not feel good. Or I don't know, I don't know how sex makes me feel um, not physical. Like, I think to myself, if I would have just learned what sex meant and not what sex was, um, that could have helped me profoundly. Like I, I could have just been in a situation where I just understood the two differences and I wouldn't be chasing after the physical. I'd be chasing after the mental or the, 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 that's the mind frame of having, not having sex, but the mind frame of, of being one with another person. Um, but that was quite interesting and I thought it was quite interesting just to be taught that from somebody, just to be told that from somebody in my older age. And it just, it just clicked to me. Like it, it clicked that I, that I was not, I, I, I'm, I'm doing a behavior that I was learned at a young age. And I need to start new behaviors and new habits. Um, so, this goes into my treatment, right? Um, one of the treatments that I have researched and I have went out and sought now or went out and, and I'm seeking is being prepared in that moment. So, for example, if I think about a behavior or compulsion, one of the things that I may do or that I am going to do is... I'm going to try to see why I'm in that moment. Um, and I'm going to see why I'm in that moment. And then I'm just going to deal with it. So, for example, the guy didn't call me back. Okay, this is this. It could be a great thing. The guy didn't call me back. Right. It could be a wonderful thing that he didn't call me back. He had so many red flags. It was ridiculous. I'm like, wait a minute. Why am I even talking to this guy if he's acting like the way he's acting the next morning. Um, why can't I just move past it, you know? And why can't I do other things to move past it? Why do I have to go back into the fact of I'm rejected? Let me go back to something that's not going to reject me. Let me have control over the unrejected aspect of porn. I can watch porn and be okay with it. So... My treatment is to be okay with not being 
embraced, learning that that was a red flag, learning that that was something that was, um, that was, that was needed. Um, I needed to move past that. Um, and, um, I understand that not everything is going to be for me. I understand that I can do things without having, I, I can understand that being rejected isn't a bad thing. Um, I understand that I can be okay with the guy not calling me back or me not talking to the guy. I can be okay with that. Um, and this episode is about being okay with rejection. This episode is about being okay with yourself and moving past the hurt. Um, because eventually I went back to porn, but one thing that I could have did was I could have said, Morris, you know what? So what? He's not going to call you back. So what? You're in a situation where you're feeling guilty and you're feeling remorse and you feel like you wasted your time. So what? You know, you have other things you can do in your life. You have a podcast to worry about. You have, you know, your school, you have work. You have things you need to concentrate on and not necessarily concentrate on porn. Another very valuable lesson, of course, I always tell people this, is to talk about it to somebody. I was talking to a friend about this and I finally opened up to at least one person. It was embarrassing at first. Yeah, it was a little shameful. But as time progressed, as I kept having the conversation, it I kept opening up regarding my behavior and regarding my thoughts behind the behavior. And we had a conversation. Um, he didn't judge me. He didn't say anything bad about it. In fact, he even said, well, Morris, are you sure you have an addiction? <laughs> because even though you went back to porn, um, you're now realizing that the porn isn't something that you need. And now you're not doing it every day, right? You know, where before I was doing it every day, a lot of hours. Now I'm like skipping days or now I'm like not doing it as much. It's not frequently. Um, before this, before this instance, I didn't do it for a whole week and I was very proud of myself for not doing it for a whole week. Um, that was very uh, great. Even though I kind of slacked up with this guy. Now I know that, Rejection isn't a bad thing, and I can even move past that rejection piece. And I don't have to go into the porn addiction. Um, I don't have to do that now because he, just because he didn't call me back, I can actually do something better. I can actually even find somebody else, or not even find somebody else. I could be in my headspace of being more open with somebody else opposed to being closed off with him because I have, I'm trying to move past rejection and I'm trying to move forward with my life. I feel a little bit better about how I'm dealing with myself. I feel like I'm learning a lot more about my, 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 my wants and my desires. I feel like a lot more in control. Um, and I don't have to necessarily go to porn. Even though I slipped up, I am going to get right back on not being addicted to porn. Um, I'm going to restart it. You know, I can restart 
but I'm not going to rely on my restart every single time I have a moment. I'm going to learn from my moment and move past my moment and then not go to porn as a way to cope. Um, I'm going to learn to deal with what the issue was before moving on to something else. Um, the issue was I didn't get a call back. The issue was he didn't he didn't respond back to me. Um, the other issue is he was an alcoholic in the morning time. You know he couldn't keep track of his 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 his, his keys. You know he was lost. You know he he there was a lot of stuff that there was red flags. That was the other issue. And I need to learn that. Do I want to deal with that, or do I want to be happy in a life where I can? Um, be myself authentically and not have to worry about taking care of a man who gets drunk in the morning times opposed to taking care of myself who may be a little bit unhappy because he's single, but is going to be happier because I don't have to deal with this pain and this, this, this sorrow of this man doing that. I can't change him. It's his responsibility to change himself. I can't change who he is, but I can definitely change my perspective um, and I can change what I can do. And what I can do is not feel regretful, not feel rejected, cope with what my rejection is and move past that instance and change my behavior. That's the ultimate goal. Rejection and then changing my behavior, changing that habit. I don't have to look at porn. I could look at TV. You know, I could look at RuPaul's Drag Race, which is everybody is talking about RuPaul's Drag Race nowadays. I can look at that. I like RuPaul's Drag Race. I haven't started watching it, but why not? Why not start? Or I could start reading a book. Or I could start um, exercising. I could start talking to people. I could start writing in a journal. There's so many different things I could do that I could cope with that I don't have to go to porn to start addictive behavior again. I thought about this. Next time that I have a, a, a situation like that where I feel rejected or I have a point, I, I feel really bad. I thought to myself, I need to do something that I read online, which is a three, which is called the three minute rule. Or the, sorry, which is called the three second rule. Be in the moment, and, and, and I interpret it like this. Be in the moment for three seconds, and then find a way to move out of it. So understand, after three seconds, I'm not going to deal with that. Or I'm going to establish the coping situation, and then I'm going to move past it. And if that doesn't work, I'm going to talk about it with someone else. I'm physically going to get on the phone and talk to someone about what went on. Um, someone mentioned also that there's 24-hour helplines all the time. So if my friends are asleep because they have to work the next morning and I just feel like I need to jack off or masturbate, I can call helplines that will just talk to me. And even if they're just like eating popcorn while they're, while they're talking to me, I'm at least letting that out. I'm letting that emotion out of me. It's therapeutic. It's it, it's about me and I'm, my way I'm processing it out of my system. You know, 
there's so many ways to deal with um, deal with bad things in your life. And I feel like dealing with it by yourself or being stuck in that emotional bond is not necessarily helping the situation. And that's what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to move past the situation. I'm trying to cope, deal with my cope, deal with my situation, but then I'm trying to ensure that I don't go into a bad behavior um, moving forward. So that's that's the goal. And we're going to, that goal is going to happen. I'm making that goal happen starting tonight. Yep. Starting tonight. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to fall for, I'm going to fall forward doing it. Well, my name is Morris. This has been my so-called porn addicted life. Um, I feel more encouraged. I feel more thoughtful. I feel I can do it. And you can too. And we don't have to do this alone. You can reach me on Instagram. You can reach me on Twitter. You can reach me on Facebook and Reddit. My name is Morris, and I thank you for tuning in to my podcast. Do you struggle? You are not alone. Start a conversation with me on Facebook, Twitter, or Reddit at my SPCA2023. And catch my next episode every week on Tuesday. Thank you again for joining me. And remember, you're not alone and we can do this together.